Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Truly, people, absolutely appreciate the amount of people that are coming into EMC2. It is a great platform. Thank you for coming in there. Uh, All right, everybody, this is season six, episode 36. Can't believe we made it here. Thank you to everybody for journeying with us. Some of you have been here since the very beginning. Beginning. That is crazy to me. Uh, today's episode, I thought we'd look at an educational philosophy. And I know, whoa, hopefully you're still with me. <laughs> hopefully I didn't lose anybody there. But uh, as a philosophy major myself in college, and I've been presented with educational philosophy and theory my whole life, and I'll be honest, I barely listened. I barely listened. That's just me admitting the truth there. I barely listened to the educational philosophies, right? When I was in educational, when I was getting my master's in education, the philosophy side of things was just too ivory tower, too theoretical for me. I wanted to get in the classroom. I wanted to learn how to do classroom management. I wanted to learn how to lay out a lesson. I wanted to learn how to like run literature circles or whatever. I, I, I wanted practical answers to what I was about to go do, which meant I skipped all this philosophy. And as a philosophy major in my undergraduate, that pains me to say that because I absolutely love learning about philosophy in general. But I bring all this up because now I've you know been a teacher for a long time. We don't need to talk about that. And uh, you know what I've come to realize is it's important to understand the philosophy. Like, what is it that we aspire to do in our classroom? And is there a pedagogy? Is there a philosophy in which that speaks that to you and could be relevant to your classroom. And I got to tell you, for me, I'm going to tell you, like the philosophy that I lean towards, and I heavily lean towards it, but I would have never known when I just started. And I would have leaned towards this. This definitely would have been who I am as a teacher through and through, even from the beginning. But I didn't know it necessarily. I am definitely like squarely in the constructivism camp, Puget, uh, Vygotsky, right? This idea of like, well, for those of you that don't know, right? If you've skipped the class and maybe you've heard constructivist theory, but like maybe you don't know off the top of your head, uh, you know, Puget was like one of the ones that came up with it. He's one of the first theorists on constructivism. And it's this idea that humans can kind of create knowledge through interaction between their experiences and their ideas, right? This, this experience piece is huge, right? I titled my first book, explore like a pirate, right? This, this experience matters, right? To, to go out and explore and learn. And this interaction between those experiences and your ideas, your preconceived notions, your schema, um, You know, constructivism is a learning theory which affirms that knowledge is best gained through a process of action, reflection, and construction. The doing of is important, but also so is the reflection. And when I think about 
everything I've done and everything I've created in my class, it seeks that value that's that I value students' points of view, classroom activities, uh, and it challenges students' assumptions. Um, and that everything I'm doing has relevance, relevance to the greater community, relevance to who they are becoming as young adult learners. And I think this matters. This matters that I understand the path I'm walking. And then I challenge myself to follow that plan. And I challenge that plan itself too, right? Like we should test our own theories and, and beliefs and make sure we still believe them. So that's important. And for anybody out there that's going to comment to me about that, like I agree. But the other thing, the other side of that coin is I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one. <laughs> so like, please share. But like, I don't think teachers often think about the, like their personal why their personal style, right? Where I think we're trained as educators. And I think a lot of us educators kind of by definition are a little bit of a worker bee, you know, we're type a, we, we did good in school probably. And we, or maybe we didn't, and maybe that's why we're here. But like either way, I think like we try to do what others tell us sort of to do right? The, the district policy, we got this handbook and the policy says this, or the scope and sequence from my department says that, or my department chair talks about this, or my teammate talks about this. And so like, we're constantly outward focused, but as individuals, as humans, like what touch us is how we touch the world, right? And so this idea of like understanding our own philosophy, our own belief, our own mission statement, our personal mission statement to why we're doing what we're doing in the classroom matters. And the more that I like understood my philosophy around my classroom, the more I could boldly move towards that because it was my style. It was me. And actually I could still fit in the district, whatever, whatever the department chair, whatever, whatever, and the teammate, whatever, whatever. Because at the end of the day, I was still going to present it in this constructivism way, because that is my style. And that is my belief. And so for those of you that are listening, I, 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 I don't, I'm not, this is, this podcast isn't to present you with constructivism and say like, please be that. But for those of you out there that are listening, that want to level up your teaching and level up your passion for the classroom, understand why you do what you do, figure out you. And the better you figure out you, the better you can serve those others, right? Because now you're mission centric. Now you're mission aligned. And the best mission of all is actually your own. You got into teaching for a good reason. And I believe that in the heart of hearts, you are doing the right thing. But now like double down on why you do what you do. Choose that educational philosophy. Maybe go back and read that educational theories. Now that 
you have a classroom that hums, you know? Maybe read one or two less books like the ones that uh, John and I publish in, in all honesty. Like, maybe take a step back and learn the wider philosophy. And once that becomes a resounding, like, strong, strong symphony for you, and you know why you're doing what you're doing, then seek things that will complement that, seek things that maybe challenge that, because even the challenge will either augment you and you will do maybe your own slight style of, or it will shift your thinking and you will realize maybe that isn't the best. Who knows? But like, learn, grow, challenge yourself, and most of all, your philosophy, because the philosophy is the set of your sales. This can't be something we don't tend to. This is what is going to get us to where we're going, and without it, we don't really stand a chance. And I I don't know a better way to roll it out. I'm not making fun of my master's program in education, because like they should present that theory and that philosophy, but at the same time, like it's what it wasn't practical in the moment. You really almost have to teach. You have to see others teach. You have to hear from students. You have to experience it. You have to be there. And then, and only then, do I think you can make a truly informed or well-played decision uh, for yourself. And again, I don't want to pretend that I think that this is the best theory for everybody or all students. That's not what this podcast is about. It is right for me. And when I am effective and that this this particular style I do not think is harmful to students. So like if I am effective in the style and I actually understand the style and I play towards the style, I am a stronger and better version for my students. And that makes everybody stronger and better in the classroom. And I challenge you to do the same thing. If you happen to do so and you happen to sort of walk this path and learn a style, a way, uh, a thing that's better, maybe you're a constructivist like myself, I'd love to hear from you. So if you could use the hashtag well played podcast and tag me, Mr. Matera, uh, or at Mr. Matera, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Several of you did that last week too and the week before. And I just, I love, I love hearing from you. I love knowing that it's making a difference in your lives. Well played podcast is here to make us all a little better, a little happier. Uh, again, this is focused on all things joyous in the classroom, in our lives. That's what it's about. It's about well played. And uh, thank you so much for again letting me take a little bit of your brain space today. I'd love to hear from you. Again, use the hashtag well played podcast. Everybody, enjoy the day and play on. <laughs>